0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's Community Access Media Organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. There is nothing wrong with your radio. Do not attempt to adjust the frequency. We are controlling transmission. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limit frequency. Good evening, my name is Ricardo. My name is Sam. And this is The Outer Limit Frequency. Tonight's show celebrates the concept album in all of its many forms and styles, but before we can do that, we really need to first ask an obvious question. What is a concept album? The traditional and underwhelming answer is that a concept album is one that uses its individual tracks to present either a coherent narrative or contiguous theme. But that definition only scratches the surface and barely hints at the greater potential of the concept album format. And in some ways, the very act of discussing concept albums is obscured by the legacy and influence of some of the most prominent examples. Because how can the likes of Tommy, The Wall, or The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway not dominate the conversation? Accordingly, we aren't particularly motivated to cover them on this episode. It's part of our outsider, too-cool-for-school vibe, just run with it. However, there are, of course, hundreds of other concept albums that actually deserve more attention, so those are the ones we'll be focusing on for this show.
1: And it would be incredibly easy for us to just fill this entire episode with prog metal albums, as they do have a tendency to veer into the concept album territory rather often. However, I've managed to narrow it down to my two favourite bands to do this. The first one for tonight is from the Swedish Seventh Wonder and their album The Great Escape. I would absolutely love to play the title track here, but at 30 minutes long, that'd pretty much be my half of this episode done. This particular song is based on the lengthy poem Aniara by Harry Martinson A sci-fi epic in its own right It's supported by the rest of the album Telling stories around the characters and themes Covered in that one particular song Essentially it's an entire album Centered around that one closing track And even though that closer is a hell of a song Alley Cat is pretty decent too
0: While the concept album has traditionally been the plaything of progressive rock or metal bands, they very much do not hold a monopoly over the concept. And even with that caveat in mind, I think it's fair to say that African-American women are not often seen as either the creator or target audience. But luckily, there is this one special woman doing her best to undermine that stereotype. Not only are Janelle Monet's first EP and first two studio albums concept albums, they're actually all part of the same concept. Since 2007, Ms. Monet has been telling the ongoing story of messianic android Cindy Mayweather and her mission to liberate the world from the grip of social and sexual repression. It's a wild and frankly bonkers ride expressed through her unique style of Afrofuturism and it's one that has rightly earned her both a cult following and mainstream success. There really aren't many concept albums that could say the same. And from The Electric Lady, this is Dorothy Dandridge-Eyes.
1: there's one thing you can say about john darnell from the mountain goats it's that the dude is an extremely intelligent songwriter with the sheer quantity of music under his mountain goats moniker you're bound to find a few concept albums in there but like they all are and as much as i'd love to play some other albums here i can never get past the 2015 album beat the champ for the most part, this album is a love letter to old-school professional wrestling, the stuff that Darnell grew up watching, with songs like The Legend of Chavo Guerrero talking about Chavo Senior, and Stabbed Outside San Juan being very clearly about Bruiser Brody. There's something else behind the pro wrestling themes here, though. While singing about how much he loves wrestling, it's also about the emotional struggles he was dealing with amongst all of this. The death of his family members and his unstable relationship with his stepfather growing up are all woven into what would otherwise be just a nice album about wrestling. The song Foreign Object is just that, though. Just wrestling, but not so nice. Written as a rather psychotic hell promo, this is one of the most fun songs the Mountain Goats have released to this day.
2: newborn babe, sharp thing hidden in my hand, shaped like an asphalt gonna stick you in the eye with a foreign object, gonna poke you in the eye with a foreign object. Posers, keep my weapon hand.
0: It should come as a little surprise that one of the most popular topics of concept albums in the modern age is that of our almost inevitable dystopian future. Hmm, it got dark very quickly. And it should also come as no surprise that Trent Reznor, the mastermind behind digital nightmare machine Nine Inch Nails, has something to say on the subject. Or at least he did on 2007's Year Zero album. It presented a speculative version of the near future as envisaged by a musician living in George W. Bush's America. Reznor fills the paranoid, brutal world of Year Zero with the phantoms of bioterrorism, nuclear war, and the erosion of civil liberties. The imagery is vivid and illustrates the fears and anxieties of the USA pre-Obama. And do you want to know the really scary part? This fictional future hellscape is set in 2022. Food for thought. And what better way to demonstrate the dehumanizing potential of this world than with a song called Me, I'm Not.
3: If I knew back then
1: I will admit that Nightwish can be a little bit pretentious at times, and no albums of theirs quite do this like their 2011 album, Imaginarum. To be honest, though, I love it. I still consider it to be either their best album, or at least among their top three. Written as if told by an old composer recalling his youth as he's laying there dying, it's a rollercoaster of emotion and intensity, jumping through different styles as the character's years move on. There was also a movie made by the band and starring the band to tell the story in a more visual way. And even though I dig the movie, I can't in good conscience recommend it to any except the biggest fans of the band. The whole thing is dark and twisted and, yeah, pretty pretentious. I mean, hell, what other metal band decide they need a 53 piece orchestra for one album? It's fantastic. This is Ghost River.
0: In the 70s, Motown Records released a series of socially conscious albums by some of their best and most successful artists. Think Stevie Wonder's classic period from Music of My Mind to Songs in the Key of Life. And even though people didn't really consider it to be one at the time, nowadays Marvin Gaye's 1971 record What's Going On has taken its rightful place amongst the great concept albums of its day. Gaye used his songwriting chops and abundant cultural capital to highlight the plight of America in the later days of the Vietnam War with a specific focus on the ongoing issues facing African-American communities. The fact they managed to achieve these lofty goals while also making this incredible record is nothing short of miraculous. For further reading, also see Given It Back by the Isley Brothers, which was also released in 1971. And from What's Going On, this is Marvin Gaye with Inner City Blues.
3: Heels pile up sky high. Send that boy off to die. Oh. Thanks, Will.
0: It should come as little surprise also that there have been several concept albums about World War II. The shadow of that conflict still looms large over the modern world and popular culture as a whole. A subject that is less covered in music, but by no means less important, is World War I. And of all the people to approach that subject, PJ Harvey has made one of the best with her 2011 record, Let England Shake. Inspired by the stories of soldiers from the Great War, Harvey crafted a respectful story about one of the greatest conflicts in human history that is still told at a human scale. 1917, this is not, but the true history that runs through Let England Shake makes it profound and memorable. The song I'm about to play from that album is called The Words That Maketh Murder, but it does make anachronistic references to the United Nations an organisation that wouldn't form for 30 years after this particular war ended. But you know what? I'm going to give Poly Jean a pass on this one.
4: Seen and done things I want to forget. Coming from an unearthed place, longing to see.
1: So we're doing war then. All right. So this next band will work well. So I mentioned it'd be easy to fill up an entire episode here with prog metal albums. The same could be said of power metal, but we would feel sick after filling up on that much cheese. So instead, I'm just going to concentrate it all into one extremely strong hit of cheese with, well, pretty much anything by Sabaton. The band itself is pretty much a concept band with everything they've ever done being about war. Each album covering either a different war or different aspects of it. I mean, you have The Last Stand covering Last Stands, The Great War covering The, the Great War, and Heroes covering Heroes. Okay, so to be fair, these are the only three that make their topics stupidly clear sabaton have gained a reputation even among power metal fans as being a little bit too cheesy but you have to hand it to them for sticking to their original theme even now after nine albums as heroes is the album that got me into them though to hell and back all about audie murphy and his struggles with ptsd post world war ii cherry stuff
0: While there aren't really all that many modern bands who go all in on the concept album craze, those that do tend to overdo it. Many have even decided to make it a key feature of their music. For example, there is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, who bring a new concept to every album they make, be it in terms of story, theme, or production concept. And despite making records about Pulp Fiction Cowboys, Paper Maché, and Vomiting Robots, I think 2016's Nonagon Infinity is their crowning achievement. The nine tracks on this album are not only interconnected thematically, they are interconnected structurally. The entire record was designed to flow seamlessly between songs. Even the end of the last song links perfectly to the start of the first. It is therefore possible to loop the album tip to tail, endlessly if one so desired. A non infinity, if you will. And this is an element of concept albums which doesn't cover, get covered as often, where they aren't telling a story as much as they are built into each other. It's hard to pull off but boy did they pull it off and this is a great album one that I enthusiastically recommend if you've never heard it before and here is a taste with people vultures <laughs>
1: Now for our second prog metal song that I promised right back at the start. Did you actually think that we could do an entire episode about concept albums and not talk about Devin Townsend? I honestly struggle to think of an album by Mr. Townsend that isn't a concept album of some sort. I mean, the dude had an entire side project, the Devin Townsend Project, cool name, dedicated to this very thing. But he didn't even just stick to having concept albums under that name, because I mean, Ziltoid the Omniscient was released as a solo artist. And this album is about as concepty as concept gets. The term has lost meaning now. But as I may have previously covered, it centers around an alien by the name of Ziltoid from the planet Ziltoidia 9 who travels to Earth in search of the perfect cup of coffee. When he has delivered the best coffee Earth has to offer, he declares it fetid and promptly launches an invasion of Earth. While the follow-up Z2 was a better album, the original certainly has the most absurd concept. Let's leave you with Hyperdrive.
2: and his intrepid crew have arrived at Nebula 9. Unbeknownst to the humans, Ziltoid has
3: also arrived. Ha ha!
0: Surprise! Thank you once again for tuning in to The Outer Limit Frequency. As you will know by now, if you jump onto Spotify, type in The Outer Limit Frequency. We have many episodes up there and you will definitely find something that will tickle your fancy. It's a guarantee.
1: And be sure to come back next week where we've got a little bit of a weird one. Kind of wanted to do a feature on Björk. Kind of wanted to do a feature on Eivor. So it's Avor versus Björk. We'll see you then.